2: Brian Broadus, Ambar Garcia, and
0: Derek Eagleton. It is Wednesday, August 25th, 2022, season 18, episode number 21. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break. We are live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. We're presented by Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. And, man, I thought today was going to be a day where we try to cut this roster. Did not have any idea that this would be a day that we would actually spend most of our time, which I assume will happen uh, on the offensive line Cowboys get news last night Tyron Smith injured uh Nick tell me what what do we know at this point what is the injury and uh and and kind of what do we know as far as his status right now
3: sounds like a torn hamstring uh hamstring coming off the bone from the knee area um Oof. yeah and uh, surgery is needed could be out a couple months could be out the whole season I mean we'll, we'll see what they'll probably do I think is put him on an IR. Uh, put him on IR, and um, and you know, for the he'll be on the roster one day, go to IR the next day, and then that gives them the ability to bring him back at some point, as Jerry Jones has already said today on first take, that he expects him to be back for the playoffs, which <laughs> hopefully the Cowboys are in the playoffs yeah. to do that.
0: It, you, you say that, and, and I'll, I want to go around the table and get everybody's opinion on this, but – Based on what you thought of this team, let's say yesterday at this time, to what you think of this team right now at this time, how much does this injury change that opinion on on what they can be this year?
4: Man, that's a. Because you, in my world, I always believe he's going to be out three games. You know, I always think, okay, what three games at what You're point? saying going to Z. You expect yeah, yeah. is going to miss three I, I was, games at I least. I was expecting, yeah. you know, it's one of those things where health has been a little bit of a struggle for him. And it's not always his fault. You know, guys get knocked down behind him. They get knocked into his knee. They get knocked into his ankle. You know, they. You know, it, what happened yesterday was a very, like, freak accident. If you look, I mean, he's he's blocking, he's engaged, and all of a sudden he crumples down to the ground. And you're like going, well, geez how does that you know I mean there's just it's really no contact there but you you go into it feeling like he just has so much trouble staying healthy and you don't know what part of the season that's going to take you down in is it going to take you down week seven eight nine is it going to take you down at the end uh you know it, it's it's one of those things you just have to just kind of know going in but his The amount of money you spend for him, his ability to play when healthy is still at a very high level, so you just accept that. Uh, Do I feel differently about this team? Uh, No, I don't. I I feel like that they – let's see if the plan that they had. They kept telling us that Tyler Smith was a left-side player. And if they're going to hold true to that, Tyler Smith should be your left tackle uh, in this – in this upcoming season to replace Tyrant Smith?
5: I don't feel a whole different either because that's just something that you kind of expected or would assume could happen. Obviously not to this extent and for this long of a time. And another thing is like you are now having to rely on so many young guys that don't have a lot of experience. And another aspect that you look at, okay, well – these practices, even in the regular season, you they would be practicing with a guy like Tyron Smith. So having his presence even there was a big thing for these younger players. So it's going to be interesting to see if, I mean, I have no idea who else they could even bring here. But would they bring someone else with a little bit more experience at this point, which I really don't think. I think they would kind of just go ahead and lean on the talent that they do have and see what's happening there. And another thing is, and I'm sure we're, we'll talk about it, but you don't know with Tyler Smith, Connor McGovern, maybe this gives you better answers with this injury. What you're actually gonna do with them too, and what position they're gonna start out the season in.
2: Yeah, we yeah.
4: definitely got. Yeah, this team has a great history of first round offensive linemen being plug and play guys. Mm-hmm. Which you know, I mean, we haven't seen, and maybe it's because of the coaching staff. Maybe because you're in a situation where. You know, even though you win 12 games, there's still that pressure to win. And there's still, you know, and if you talk to people, they'll say, well, maybe Tyler Smith hasn't picking up all the assignments as well. You know, maybe there's a little bit of apprehension about playing him, uh, you know, and that's why McGovern and McGovern hasn't played poorly. But I, I, I just go back. This this team has had a great history with being able to take first round offensive linemen and plug them in and let them go. And, you know, uh, I I just don't see it right now, but this is, this is likely forced their hand because when you talk to people around the league about the Eric Fishers, the Isaiah wins and people like that, it's like Eric Fisher is closer to the end than he is, you know, where he was at one time. Isaiah Wynn in New England, that would have to be a trade. He's had problems with health himself. Knee, uh, toe, Achilles—all these things have been something. Now he played 15 games last year, but you know New England's interested in moving on from him. So I'm with AG on this one. I, I just feel like that you're just going to go ahead, play with the guys you have, and see if you can make it work the best you can.
0: All right, we're going to talk a little bit more about kind of how they hand- move on from this, Nick. I do want to hear your, your opinion though on uh, what do you think right now yeah. of this team relative to what you thought of them before this injury.
3: I, I think. Much differently about it. Because you're right. I mean, you expect the injury, but you also you're hoping to get through these first five or six games when the with the schedule seems to be the toughest. And uh, now you're not gonna have have I and you're just hoping that these guys can play can play better. I mean, but it's not just it's not just the left tackle. I mean, you're hoping Terrence Steele is actually who you think he is and Tyler Biotish and That ben was Covert my biggest concern. And all I of mean, that. Yeah. So now here here you are and you gotta figure that out. I would definitely have to I would definitely sign up a, a guy today and even if it's a guy at the end, like he's saying, Eric Fisher or somebody like that, um, I, I would do that because I don't. I don't even know. This is no no disrespect to the guys they've got, but how do we know how much of a beginning that Josh Ball and Matt Willesco even have? I mean, they're they're mid to mid round picks that may never make it. I mean, maybe they are. Maybe they're going to be Doug Free. Maybe they're going to be James Martin. You don't know that, and they got to develop them. And so I, I would. I would. I would sign someone
0: on that point. How much capital would you be willing to expend? Because let's assume you wanted to go out. There's not a lot in free agency, no. so that's not really it's not really a question of necessarily money. It although they do have cap space, I was it so is probably to say,
5: don't we yeah they, they that do. That we but they but do the, point is, the point is the point is the
0: people on the street right now they're probably not going to cost you a ton of money. Yeah, yeah. This is more of an issue of are you willing to actually go out and spend some draft capital? Yeah. in order mm-hmm. to trade for someone. Are you willing to do that? How yeah. much are you willing to give up? Maybe. I mean,
3: are you are you willing to you get should, all the way up you, there where you're you know,
0: talking about first, second round, third round picks? Or if, you should. You if should.
3: I if I have an sorry if I have an Amari Cooper type of situation where I'm I'm trading for a younger player that first a, that, contract that, that kind that of could thing. get re-signed yeah. next year. Yeah, I could do that because because you, you have a problem. This isn't one of those things where it's like Tyron Smith. He's going to miss this year. After that, he's good. No, the, this could be the end of it yeah. for him. this could be his last year. They were talking about this being his last year anyways uh, before all this. Yeah,
4: two things you need to think about. when they had receiver by committee, they went and they took a first round pick and went and got a receiver. Mm-hmm. Second thing is the uh, compensatory formula with the way that they lost the players that they did,'ll you'll likely get some draft capital mm-hmm. back that way. Third, fourth round pick, maybe a fifth round pick, you'll get back. So with me, with that in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to have some compensatories. I'll trade my own pick. I'll recoup that when I get the compensatory back and then go from there. I'll just be probably picking a little bit later in the draft, but I would take current draft capital Mm -hmm. and go with it. Now, quick.
5: I was going to – and sorry, but, you know, when it comes to picks, there are certain things that I'm like, okay – But being so close to having to cut down the the team, and we were talking about how much depth there is in certain positions and how much talent there is. I mean, is there, like, given the time that we're at, because if you're a team, you're waiting to see who are you going to get cut, who can we get, is that even a possibility where you grab a player and you – Figure out some kind of trade, throw in yeah. draft. Yeah,
3: I'm, I'm calling any team that that I think needs defensive tackle, mm-hmm. defensive line help. I need because I, I've got them now. The thing but about how I-
5: happened like before cuts or after cuts. Yeah, or you, like, don't do you, do? you don't want to fight.
4: You don't want to fight for guys. You don't want to have to try and put in claims because of the order because no. if you're a good team but you're struggling at defensive tackle, your claiming priority is at the bottom of the okay. claim. So instead of fighting somebody, go ahead and make the trade. I talked to a team today that was asking me about, "Hey, what about all these defensive tackles? What are you guys going to do at defensive tackle?" And they and they were very impressed watching the tape of what the Cowboys were doing. Mm-hmm. The word I got was stacked. at defensive tackle, and they were trying to figure all that out. Mm -hmm. So, like, to Nick's point, if you could find a team that might have a surplus at tackle, which not every team does – maybe you flip one of those defensive tackles or I'd flip a defensive end. Yeah. Let me know? ask you this. How how high are you willing to go on your
0: depth chart in flipping those guys? Right. And I what, I, what yeah. I'm what i getting to is, like, are you willing to go to the top and you say somebody like Demarcus Lawrence yeah. is someone you'd be willing to trade? Or are you like thinking, let's look at defensive tackle and maybe take somebody like a Tristan Hill who is in the last year of his deal showing some promise, but, but we're willing to trade him and maybe we can get some capital
3: for yeah, him. Yeah, I was thinking about that this other day. Let's say you're looking at the whole D-line yeah. and you've got you're going to keep Ten or eleven, and there's fourteen that that you really like. Ideally, you would love to tra- try to trade 12, 13, and fourteen, but it doesn't work that yeah. way. You have right. to trade seven, and eight. you need value back. Yeah. right? you're right. trying to
0: get value so back. Right. You have to it's trade not just that.
3: Yeah, seven, eight, nine, maybe right. six of the, that list, and so you're talking about some some players that that are potential starters.
4: If you if you didn't have let's say a four million dollar cap hit on Dorrance Armstrong, I would consider moving him. Because you've got to throw big bait to get big fish, you know, and that's the, and that's going to be the plan. Now, if you really believe, you know, we'll see how committed they are. We'll see how committed, because if all of a sudden they talk about moving a first or second round pick for somebody that's a really high end player, then they're committed to trying to get that thing fixed. But if it turns into Tristan Hill then you're going to probably get the same type of player Mm. for the player that you just gave up. All right, so let's do
0: this. I'm, I'm interested in this conversation. Why don't you guys give me, if you had to say, your top four players, defensive tackle or defensive end, you rank them one to four, who are those players?
3: You know we do go in the locker room, and, and so don't don't try to get me to trade somebody. I don't no, 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 no. And them. honestly, and
0: I'm not even going it's there. It's a conversation. So much. I'm not I going there. The yeah, reason why the reason why I ask yeah. it that way is because I want to know, like, this. if you if All you're right. trying to get a really good tackle, you might have to play in that one through yeah. four yeah. level of guy. When you and, th- and and this is like they have a lot of good players, and I started thinking about this. I said if I had to rank these, I don't really know how I would it's necessarily hard to rank, rank them. the
3: tackles because none of them are every single one of them have played in the preseason. Yeah, played because. Mm-hmm. There's not it, right now. Dorrance and and Tank get get the star treatment at tackle. Yeah, so I would think they're the two best so, defensive ends. But but the but then after that at tackle, I mean, I'll tell you what. The funny Neville, thing
4: is, do people know too much about Basham? But if you watch Basham yeah. play, he's had some production. If you follow DallasCowboys.com, dot com, mm-hmm. they'll tell you that hey, he intercepts passes and stuff in these practices that they have. It's been good. You know, you can watch that. You know, it's to the point where, I mean, he was actually winning reps against Tyron Smith. Yeah. Now, is that the fall off of Tyron Smith, or has Basham gotten better? Five years ago, he's not winning one rep against Tyron Smith. <laughs> but now, you know, he has. And yeah. so is there some type of a little bit of an improvement there? But, yeah, I mean, I I, I think that, to me, it's it's just how serious do you want to be about this. Do you move on from one of these corners, you know? Do you find with, with the way that Bland's playing – do you try and trade Brown or somebody like that? Would you be willing to give up Gallimore? Because because
0: Gallimore, I think, is in that, that realm of we think he's going to be a really good
4: player. He's still young. Like, are you willing to give up that caliber of player? If Bohanna is the guy that could play the nose, if you feel like that Bohanna, and I know that that Gallimore could play both, but you got you know you got Osa there. And so you're thinking, like, okay, Osun, they use Golston as a three. So maybe it's one of those things where you say, yeah, well, you can move on from Gallimore, but people will look at that and they'll say, what's the health there? You know, what's the, what's the health? That, that's a big thing with people. Because Jerry even brought it up about availability you know mm-hmm. that's something that I think teams look at yeah. as well. I
3: would watch that one clip against Washington last year when he came back from injury after been gone for so long and he basically just moved the center like 12 yeah, really. yards. Oh back no, absolutely yeah. The quarterback. yeah. Yeah, he yeah. just lifted him. He just yeah, took with him. I, yeah. I don't I'm not ready to trade that guy just yet. And also first play of preseason this year. I mean like but if, get, field, but if you but
0: if you get a comparable offensive tackle are you willing to move again and what i mean by that a young offensive tackle on their first contract that you feel like has promise are you willing to do that okay
3: only the gm in jacksonville in the movie draft day is going to do that <laughs> where they basically just like some guy doesn't know what he's doing he's like i got this really young offensive tackle who's really good and i'm going to trade him like they don't do that they don't trade the guys like that you have to trade on uh, you said tristan hill yeah you have to trade the tristan hill uh comparison at tackle second year pick not expect not has, hasn't done as much as you think not not everyone loves the guy but you know he's pretty good Shows flashes here and there but this could be his last year let's move on see if we can get something for him and maybe he, he needs a win well that's start the thing yeah. it's like
0: where's your where's your mark colombo like, the guy that, that didn't quite live up to expectations yeah. but has some opportunity. But he was like, hurt, he can too. More he was hurt. Hurt. Yeah, that's hurt a thing. lot. It, yeah. was, it was the injury. that they the gave up him. on him. Yeah. yeah, that was why they gave up. But you, but you want to project a little bit, like, man, if we can keep him healthy, he's still young. We can get a lot of years of really good production from him. That's the guy you're probably trying to look for I mean, right now because you can maybe it, get something.
5: That, that's what I'm struggling with. Looking at the whole list and all these names, defensive end and defensive tackle, the only guy that's, like, at the top, Demarcus Lawrence and mainly because of, you know, who he yeah. is and yeah. what he's been here for the Cowboys. Other than that, and other than a few names that kind of fall way down at the bottom of the list, everybody else is kind of like right there. Like I don't know how to really distinguish them that much. Like it's all kind of like, okay, this guy gives you this and that. But this guy gives you this. And it's like there's no behind DeMarcus, there's no one else that I'm like, okay, this guy definitely would be second that I would keep here or it's has a highest value. I don't
3: You might be you also might be able to get instead of trading a team that that had, that needs defensive tackle help and has a, a surplus at offensive line, you might be able to just trade for a, a pick. A fifth round pick, a sixth round pick, which you're then you're using to move on to, to get, another team yeah. that does well, have that. Yeah,
4: I think that to me, really early in camp, the Bears were talking about Tevin Jenkins, who was a second year player out of Oklahoma State, mm-hmm. and they moved him from tackle to guard, and they're kind of working him back in and stuff like that. There was a lot of a lot of rumbling coming from Chicago that they were just going to willing to move on from him, and it might be a situation where you have a new general manager and a new coach up there. And so all of a sudden, you that that Tevin Jenkins is a guy that wasn't drafted by the current regime. So you got to find somebody that might be a little bit like what you did with Robert Quinn. Yeah. You know, Robert Quinn didn't fit. What they were doing with the three-four defense, so all of a sudden you got a guy like Robert Quinn for a, you know a, a pretty good price. And
0: this is not to say the Cowboys need to go get Tevin Jenkins because I don't want anybody you think know, we're tampering. <laughs> tampering. What, what we are, oh, i doing... mentioned names. I'm sorry about that. No, no, names, no. no, 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 no yeah. what, what I want to make clear is the point <laughs> is the point is these are the types of scenarios that yeah. the Cowboys yeah. need to be looking for. They right. need to be looking yeah. for teams that yeah. have these kind of scenarios. Yeah. Whether it's new coach, new GM, yeah, whether it's,
3: that's what we just yeah, said. it's yeah. those regime. kind of scenarios. Yeah, those kind of scenarios. But. I'll say this, but I was right down there when, when Tristan Hill made an, a great play, and, and you should have seen the way Mike McCarthy grabbed him and kind of didn't headbutt him, but, I mean, just was right there, just whatever he told him, but you could just tell how proud he was of him making a play, so different regime. I'm not, I'm not trying to say Tristan Hill uh, is on the outside looking in here. I'm just saying a guy that from another team that hasn't lived up to their expectations just yet that maybe they do want to move on from.
0: All right, we're going to take our first break. When we come back, I have a couple things I want to get into. One is Tyron Smith maybe approaching that part of his career where you start thinking maybe you have to move on? Uh, And then also I want to talk a little bit more about these tackles. They dig it, Matt, well, let's go back and practice. He's now practicing. Where is he with his shoulder injury? What do you think of some of the guys that are currently on this roster and their ability now to be able to move out to tackle or play tackle if they've been doing it on a regular basis as a starter? We'll talk about those things when we come back. This is DallasCowboys.com radio.
1: Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas.
2: The Cowboys way. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing. The star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020 Bank of America Corporation. Little sweet, did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little sweet says head on home. Dr Pepper's is on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper.
3: Back to the break. Seeing is important. We want you to make sure and see everything in Essler lenses. lets you do that. Book an appointment at your local Essler experts and find the perfect Essler lens for you. See more, do more Essler.
0: Welcome back. It is the second segment of The Break live from SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. of the segment's brought to you by Blockchain.com. Um, let's let's talk about the Tyron Smith and, and kind of where the Cowboys should be thinking Uh, he is at this point I remember Brian you you said back in 2016 I remember this we were talking about Tony Romo and his injuries and you said you know he is at a point in his career where he's getting hurt doing routine football things and once you get a player to that point then you kind of have to really start thinking long term this may not be the guy we got to move on we got to figure out and to be honest with you let's give credit to the Cowboys organization from the standpoint that the the pick that they made this year, in my opinion, was about the fact that they were preparing for the day when they'd have to move on from Tyron Smith. Do you think this latest injury now accelerates that, and you expect the Cowboys or think the Cowboys at this point should be moving on from Tyron Smith after the season?
4: I uh, <laughs> <You gotta> go. <laughs> Nick's got to go. Uh, Ag and Nick got to go in that locker. I know it's mark. a hard oh, no, question. No, 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 I no, no. It. it's a hard I, question. I, I, you know what? It's. Um, I'm going to say yes, and I'm going to say yes because if I go into a season and 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 here I am, guy on the radio, evaluating team and working for dot com again. You know, I, I'm looking at this going. If I feel this way, how should they feel? You know, I mean, it, it, sitting in that chair as a personnel guy, when you start to see the end, you're like going, "That's it. I can't. I can't let this player hold me hostage anymore." You know, I can't, I know he's, I know his salary's great. I know when he's playing, he's healthy. He's one of the best players in the league. But then all of a sudden it's like he wakes up in Philadelphia in a bad hotel room and his back all of a sudden flares up and I can't have him that day. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, I just kind of feel like that it's something that is just hanging over this organization's head right now. And it's just, there's so much convenience about it. And it's so neat and tidy because of the contract and the ability and all that. But I think it's to the point now where uh, you, you definitely need to move on from this.
3: And I think that they've done that in in the sense of drafting the future. You know, they drafted a guy that is still, you know, raw in, in a project and maybe not ready to play left tackle, uh, and they knew that. But they, hope, they were hoping he could play left guard, and as it stands right now, he's not even beating out Connor McGovern. But, you know, the future could be now. Well so yeah, that could be a, To me, that's probably the best option, in my opinion, is saying, "Big fella, we drafted you first round, and we we were trying to hold your hand here and let you walk, but um, start running." It's, sorry, you have to. I mean this
4: this is this is how committed I was last year, and as great of a football player as Micah Parsons is on radio when we were doing draft coverage with 105.3 and DallasCowboys.com, I would have taken Slater from Northwestern and Bolton, the linebacker, from Missouri, and that had been my first and second round picks. As great of a football player as Michael Parsons has shown, to me, I was already looking forward to taking Rashawn Slater and putting him at guard and then moving him to tackle. That's what I was looking for. And, you know, it's one of those things It's like the J.J. Watt – Tyron Smith thing when they were drafted back-to-back. You, both teams look great right now. But you might have a generational player out here. I get it. But we're also now having a show about the offensive line.
0: Yeah, I, I get that. And I, I'll tell you this. On draft day that year, yeah. I was with you. I was like, Slater should have been the pick. They need a tackle. They need they, to they replace They did a great job. They replace, but yeah, I, I will say this. What I've seen from Micah Parsons to this no point. No question. I don't question that pick at all because the way I look at it is, yes, I, it's there is there's great value, extreme value in getting a ten to fifteen year left tackle that's going to hold it down. We've seen what what you can do when you have that guy in place and you don't have to worry about it. But when you start talking about guys that that you start mentioning with the likes of Lawrence Taylor and those kinds of defensive players, yeah. like all time greats, and you're saying after one year man, he's got some of those traits. Like That's the kind of player he tend, he, he looks like he might end up being. I'm going to take that because, yeah. to me, I look at that and I say, and I already, I've already seen it, it has transformed this defense between what Dan Quinn is able to do, yeah. and, and in my opinion, not just what he's able to do, but what he's able to do with a player like Micah Parsons. To me, I, I'm like, I'll take that because even in a year like this one where you're now worried about what's going to happen offensively, this might be a year where this defense is ultimately going to be the way they have to win games, yeah. and I can do that when I have a player like Micah, Micah Parsons on my defense.
3: Yeah, I mean, I I totally believe if, if Dak Prescott and Micah Parsons plays all 17 games this year, um, that I think that they'll play 20. I really believe I, I think, okay, they Nick, will. let's go. But that doesn't necessarily mean you're in the Super Bowl because you could no, play three. No, 20 is a lot. That's yeah. more than we've played in yeah. how many years? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think those two guys. Not including preseason, right? Not including. Okay, no, good, perfect. No, no, no. Just making sure. No, because they haven't played. They okay, haven't good, even good. played those games. Good. So, yeah, they, they, they have, their clock hasn't started yet. I think that's how valuable Micah Parsons is um, and Dak as well. But, but definitely Micah Parsons. I think Micah Parsons is the best football player on the team. Um, I think he's a top five in the league. Mm-hmm. I totally understand the the, the the logic, and 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 they got lucky. I mean, they got lucky. They, they did. They did. They got lucky that he fell. They got lucky that the, that he, he Micah didn't play in COVID year, and that nobody really knew he could rush the passer, including, See, that's, including them.
4: Yeah, that's that's the that, no. That's a, that's, <laughs> yeah, a, that's that's fair. a great point. And that's maybe you don't you draft that player to Mike Nolan, and you don't get that. You know, with Dan Quinn coming in here and having vision, because mm-hmm. I can honestly tell you, you watch Penn State film, you can see him blitz and things yeah, like that, but not but, you, but not but not, around the edge like oh. that. that. That right there was coaches having a real good understanding and maybe a little bit out of desperation. You know, when you start losing guys, maybe it was a little bit of like, guys, we've got to figure something out. How about that 245-pound guy right there that we just drafted? What do you think about bringing him off the edge? You know, well, let's see what we got there. Yeah, but they had that very early, I felt like.
0: All right, let's talk a little bit about the the guard position. Um, I I made up a bunch of notes. I understand some of this in our minds may have changed since we got the news of Tyron Smith. But yesterday, Mike McCarthy was talking about the guard position. He said, if we started today, Connor would be the left tackle, talking about Connor McGovern. Uh, Tyler, like the other rookies, uh, needs game reps. I don't think you take the rookie and line him up uh, right now is what you would assume he's meaning uh, as the starter. That all being said, do you guys think they handled the situation properly with McGovern? And because if he's saying we need more reps, Nick, you you wrote an article about it. They had an opportunity to get him more reps. They chose to split those reps. But
3: but what have I all said through this whole process? I was like, I think the reason why they are doing this with with Tyler Smith and McGovern. Ultimately, is because of Tyron Smith. Mm. I think that they feel like Tyron could go down in a practice with against air and fall and get hurt, and now McGovern has to have reps. I I get it. I think that's why. Now let me ask you
0: this: If that's the case, then Then, why weren't they giving Tyler Smith reps at tackle, knowing that they may have to do that?
3: Because maybe you're right. Maybe that that, that's. I think they're
4: trying to figure out if Ball can play. Can he? Cause I that's, <laughs> that's I mean that's my like I've watched I've <laughs> no,
3: watched football no, throughout training that. camp
0: I've not seen enough yeah. to make me feel comfortable with him protecting my forty million dollar quarterback's hey, blindside.
3: Comfort is out the window.
0: Good <laughs> <No laughs> point. You are
3: done yeah. feeling comfortable. <laughs> the air
4: conditioner just season. broke.
3: Yeah, right. we're, in hot, we're in a hot house right, house right yeah. now. Yeah. Hot house. It's eighty four <laughs> <laughs> degrees. Yeah, yeah. And you house. call
0: the company and they're like, we're backed up. We won't get to you for a while. Eighty four degrees
3: at nine a.m. Yeah. So deal with it, because you know, and it's always it's always like a Friday, you know, night where you're not you're <laughs> done till Monday. You know,
5: I've been pretty annoyed at no. this whole <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> when <laughs>
4: since you started when you walked into the tennis courts that day. Yeah.
5: No, but my my problem is, is we got to training camp and then we see him. Uh, Just kind of bouncing around, right? Then he gets to a point at training camp where we hear Coach Mike McCarthy, he he talks about, no, we're going to put him at a spot so he can— Who are you
0: talking about when you say him? Tyler. Tyler Tyler Smith. I got it. Tyler
5: Smith. We're going to let him just stay at one spot. I think that lasted maybe a day or, or something. Not even. Or I don't know. But next thing I know, he's back at switching and moving around. So it never really got to that point where they put him specifically at whether it was tackle or center. I mean, not center, sorry, guard. And now he's switching back and forth, and still you got all this confusion. My thing is, like, why when you're trying – and I get your point, Nick, and, and I guess if we, they have that in the back of the head, then that makes a little more sense. But initially, when you, even when you hear Mike McCarthy say, you don't want to throw a, a rookie out there. And let them just, I'm like, well, you just drafted a first round pick. Right. And what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? That's what you that's, do. That's, that's what true. it is. So, that's true. little comments like that, I'm just like, what are we doing? Why don't you simplify things for him, give him a spot? But then now I can't really go on full with that argument now that Nick put that in my head, too, that if they were looking at it that way, then it makes more sense. But well, let's
0: also be clear, when you're talking about a first round pick that's closer to the second the the latter half of the first round, I don't know if you put them in the category of guys that should be immediate starters. I I look at those kind of guys and I'm like, at some point maybe in their rookie year, maybe they should be a starter. I don't know that I would say by week one they need to be a starter. What do you guys think?
3: I agree. And but if if the if the guy that, that's ahead of them gets hurt and you're out for the season, then you just throw him in. I think so because this is supposed to be the future. He's supposed to play it, and there's one. There's another player that's kind of. There's always domino effect. There's another player in this that I think needs to be mentioned, and that's Matt Farniok because uh-huh. Farniok has played a lot last week, and and the reason why I'm saying that is I think you got to go with Tyler Smith at, at left tackle, and. Left guard, you're hoping McGovern can do it, even though he's going to start at center. But Farniak is, is a guy that could also factor or be into a this. Or
5: yeah, be McGovern.
3: <laughs> McGovern's going to play.
5: Yeah,
1: yeah. I
3: don't know where he yeah. could snap it. He could he could make the call. He could be the fullback. He could catch a pass. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not drafting him on my fantasy team yet. But I'm, I mean, I mean, he's going to be out there somehow. Yeah. But I don't know where. But I'm just saying, Farniak. There's a lot of, as Parcells would say, a lot of moving parts here. You
0: think? Are you saying that you think he should be factored in at tackle, guard? Not, like, what are, you saying? Tackle. what are you saying? I'm
3: sorry. I just think his role, he's got some depth issues that if you're worried about the interior now, let's just say Tyler is the guy and you're worried about what's he going on here. He can play the here, guard. He can play the guard. He, he absolutely can. can. He absolutely Better than can. McGovern? More athletic? He might play next to McGovern. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying there's options. Yeah. There's options. There's a reason they're going to start McGovern at center tomorrow night. Tomorrow night? Friday night? Yes. Friday night. Tomorrow. So we play yeah. t- yes, tomorrow. Let's say
5: yeah. okay. we- tomorrow an actual <laughs> – we're opening the season. Season opener. We're ready to go. Uh uh-huh. What does your line look like?
3: Oh, gosh. Well, I've thrown up twice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've thrown up. I'm <laughs> that up. Maybe. Only twice. That's <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah. No uh, – we'll- I'll start at right guard, uh Zach I was going to say Zach Martin. Go. I got Zach Martin. We know turn. the right
0: side, actually. Yeah. We know the right side. We know Steele. Do we?
3: Yes. I think we no, do. No, I say that because what if Terrence Steele's is a better left tackle? I don't think he is. See, that's oh, – well, he's got the feet for it.
4: Yeah, that's the thing. They played him out there, and it was, it was probably – they'll probably have to help him more. He doesn't yeah. want to play over there. I think he's better on the right side, personally. I would, I, uh, I'm going to go with it. Uh, Tyler Smith. Uh, left. Yeah, Tyler Smith left. McGovern. Uh, Biotish, Martin, Steele. Yeah, that's going to open the game.
3: And then who's and then who's that uh, inactive for you? Dressed up. Farniak. Uh, Wait, uh, yeah, no, he, who's no. actually who's active? Yeah, like the three okay. more. Ball, yeah, yeah,
4: ball yeah. is my ball is going to be my swing. swing yeah. and then and this is at least through week one. Ball's my swing, and Farniak's playing center in the two guard
3: spots. And you have to have eight, actually. I think it's a rule. You have to have eight dressed. So I'm curious who would be I was eight. trying to
4: think who you were going to add as that eighth guy. It might well, be. Let's it, go. It, well, let's go or Collins.
3: Avante uh, mm-hmm. Collins. Collins. Are, really I'll tell you what. Him.
4: Let me tell you something, too. Uh, Alarcon has not looked bad. And I'm saying playing wow. tackle and guard. And, I, and wow. I'm not trying to stretch this thing.
3: No, I, I am he's not trying. There.
4: I mean, he is for, for being on the team now for three years, right? Mm-hmm. We're in our third year with him. Is, is there workable stuff with him? Yeah, there is. Enough to start with him. Man, I have not seen him get beat in any of the— So strong. Now, again, you guys have gone to every single practice. I haven't. But but the all 22, when you watch him play, he's played guard, he's played tackle, and he's more than serviceable. This could have maybe created an opportunity for him to make the team, right?
3: Yeah. This I injury? Hope, I hope—
4: well cuz Farniak could play all the spots but but if you're talking about him or Collins I liked him better than Collins playing as that backup tackle guy here's
3: what i hope doesn't doesn't hurt him is that coaches or teams or people are greedy you know they want yeah. they want extra everything mm-hmm. and you have a chance to have an extra practice squad spot Sixteen spot, but you could be a seventeen if Isaac's on the team because he doesn't count because of the the international program that that he's been on. The minute the the minute that he actually goes to the roster for just one game because somebody's hurt, whatever, it's over.
0: Yeah. Yep, it, he's no longer yeah. part of the international yeah. program. With, it's just with, yeah. that, he's just with, the player.
3: So that, that just means he's got to be head and shoulders above Devontae yeah. Collins and those guys, and maybe he is.
4: Let me tell you this: I'm going to be real honest here. I, I usually am. <laughs>
3: if I,
2: if, if, if
4: he, overly honest sometimes, if he's on that practice squad and I'm on another club, you going to I'm get him? stealing from, I'm stealing it from you. I'm making him my 10th lineman. Yeah. The guy has got power. He's not slow footed anymore. He works hard. He doesn't bust on his assignments. There's, I mean, three years and of – there's flex. development right and there. Flex. There's some development right there. Mm. And is it better than some of the guys? I think he's better than Collins right now, but they would probably keep Collins over him just because of a veteran situation.
0: I'm but. so rooting for him just because it's such an amazing story. I mean, you're talking about a guy – you're he, thinking about all these players in the NFL. Guys got this. toughness. Most of these, most of these players, like, Isaac. they play from the time they are five years old and they're playing yeah. top-level talent in college – And then get into the NFL and still have to adapt to the NFL. And this young man didn't get the the benefit of that. The kids he was playing with in Mexico don't have near the level of talent that I know that when he got
5: here, he I mean, it was hard for him trying to find the balance of like, you know what, I'm not just here because I'm Mexican and this is you know, the Cowboys are trying to appeal to the Mexico market and all that. So he was having to deal with that. Yeah. But now he's gotten to the point where He is becoming that, and he needed that time to grow, and he's shown that kind of growth. And last time I spoke to Will McClay, what he mentioned, he's like, he is there. Now it's just a matter of letting it become natural to where Mm -hmm. you know. That football awareness that you only get when you're in a real game. Mm -hmm. So it's to the point where he's at the level where he needs to be when these college players transition into the NFL. Mm -hmm. And now he's starting to, okay, now we're at the same level. Now I just got to let yeah. it become he, natural and and learn that instinct that they need to learn. He looks super
4: comfortable playing football right now. Yeah. It maybe it was a little helter-skelter when he first started. Now he looks comfortable in what he's trying to do. So I, I just want to make sure we're giving and here listeners I just, out there. I made him the starter at left Well, tackles, that's what I'm saying. What
0: saying. I, I, I want to give I just the listeners it. out there a, 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 a real context of what you're saying. Are you saying he's at the level now where – and I'm not saying you're saying this, but it, where I probably am. Should, if you're he thinking it. Be, yeah, he should be considered among those people that can play as a would. starter. I, or, not, or do you think he's just a guy right now that because of where he
4: was to where he is now, it's just a remarkable story, and he could be a swing tackle type. He guy. he could play guard and he could play tackle, and I I would keep him as my ninth or tenth guy. Yeah, he, that's what I would yeah. do.
3: So so probably inactive, mm-hmm. but on the team. Yeah, yeah. To me, what I'm thinking here is. Ty, uh, on Tuesday, Tyron's got to be on the roster. Yep. You know, Jerry basically said, we're going to be in the playoffs and he'll be ready for the playoffs. It's basically what he said on first tape.
0: Well, you just said they, they're playing 20 games, so you're with
3: him. They're healthy. But <laughs> here's the thing: Dak's got to be part of that. And if your left tackle is ball yeah, or, or whatever, games. I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, and nothing against them, but they're just not ready. Yeah, they're they're not ready. Now, we'll say this, though. and am on... like,
5: for, forget about just health. I'm like, <laughs> there's like, just talent overall. I mean, even if they're all, because they're all healthy right now, except yep. for Tyron. Tyler. Tyler. Tiling, Tyler. Tyler. Yeah, but that's injury. not major. No, that he's gonna be fine. He, it's not, he'll be fine. <laughs> so you'll be in there. But just looking at it, even with all the guys in, you're still having a lot of questions. Yeah. As but, far as level. But
3: the good thing about this is, is that in practice, like you said, Isaac's it looked good. Not only in the game, but also in practice. Yeah. And we just talked about where the strength of this team is. Like when do when does a, an offensive tackle or a guard get a break going up against the Cowboys' D line? When? Yeah. I mean, we're, Josiah Brunson is is making a case to make the team. Like they they've got good players, uh, all across the the board there. So um, I, I think that they're getting tested pretty good. I, yeah. I, what I was gonna say is Tyler Tyron Smith has to be on the roster the first day, and then they will move him to IR. I think that spot right there is where they'll just. They'll claim, they'll trade, they'll do something with, with another veteran guy or somebody there.
4: Yeah. Well, you might have a vested veteran situation where they can go out and, and maybe go and get a guy that doesn't have to go through waivers. Right. I think that what maybe the last cut, do they have to go through waivers? I always forget that thing. Sometimes it's the vested veterans don't have to do it, yeah. then they don't. But the Cowboys are talking about manipulation of roster yeah. with vested veterans. So I think that rule's changed. It used to be the last cut yeah. they had to they, go through. I just think that this, this thing with, Tyler Smith with the Tyron Smith injury, it's forced their hand earlier than they wanted to. All right, we're going to that's, that's all it is. We're
0: going to take our final break. We'll come back, we'll wrap this up. We'll talk a little bit about Tyler Smith. I want to dive into a little bit more about where he is in his injury and how much this affects uh, how much the injury affects his ability to maybe get ready to play at tackle if they want to start him there in week 1. We'll do that when we come right back this is Dallas Cowboys.com radio.
1: Here's to the Cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Back
2: to the break.
3: Tonight, Dallas Cowboys players, coaches, and alumni arrive on the blue carpet for the inaugural season kickoff presented by Blockchain.com. Join us. On the Tostitos Championship Plaza at the Star in Frisco being beginning at 4 p.m. For the blue carpet viewing, then stick around as the event is live-streamed on the Plaza Big Boards. For more information, visit thestarinfrisco.com. It's going to be hot. Bring your fans. The fans need to bring the fans. Yeah, they do. It's going to be hot, but it's going to be fun.
0: It will be fun. And if you're not in the area, uh, you will actually be able to watch this on television. I think it's going to be Monday night. We'll have some more information for you on the website, but it'll be, I think, Monday night
3: on uh, on uh, NFL Network.
4: How many shirts would you go through if you had to stand out there the oh, whole time? Man.
3: Yeah, It look like Michael Irvin. They're sweating through that suit. Don't wear <laughs>
4: don't wear a blue shirt. Yeah, don't wear a dark suit. I'd yeah. be like
3: that coach at Texas A and M. Yeah, basketball coach. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> What's his name? What's well, a guy in Arizona?
4: Buzz? Oh, Buzz. Yeah, uh, Buzz. The like guy, yeah. they, what was the guy in Arizona that used to do that too? That oh, he, was,
3: Corey Miller alike? Yeah, the Corey oh, Miller. Yeah, 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 he he would
4: like like Corey Miller. Sean Miller. Sean Miller. Like he would take off his jacket and his shirt was like. Somewhere <laughs> just, I'm like, yeah.
0: Yeah. y'all don't know Corey Miller. Those yeah. out there are listening, he works with us, but I think that's, that's, that's looking up. you can find his picture. He that's might have been fun. sweating for other reasons, but coaching at Arizona. All right, real quick, we don't have a lot more time left. I do want to talk real quick before we end the show about Tyler Smith. What's <laughs> the what's the the issue right now as far as what's his injury status? I know he's got an injury. What's the the status there? Tyler Smith.
3: Tyler Smith.
0: Is the, ankle. It? Yeah, it's the Smith. ankle. Yeah, Tyler Smith. Yeah, is the it, ankle. I, and and what is what are we looking at as far as time? Like I know that, that it's a, it's an injury that they keep saying isn't that serious. Is this something that we're expecting him to maybe miss a day or two? Or is this more like a week? How and how does this affect? Like if they're really thinking this is our guy, we need to go into week one playing tackle, but he hasn't played tackle all, yeah. all during camp. Like, you don't have a lot of time. Every day is precious. How much is this
4: injury affecting in their ability to be able to get him ready? I think, uh, you know, I, I could reach out. I know we all can reach out and ask and stuff like that. So I, I'm, I'm going to say that the way McCarthy was talking about it, we were all kind of sitting yeah. there. He didn't sound like it was significant. But when you say not significant, is that another week? Another? I, I think there's going to be – they're probably going to get through this week right here, get through the game. And then next week they'll probably see him out there with Britt doing some
3: stuff like that I, and then getting I back would in. I'd love the, for him to play left tackle tomorrow night. Yeah.
4: But is that but but
0: I guess my question is if we're talking about let's say let's say that he's because he's been injured all week, yeah. he's not gonna play tomorrow night. Yeah. I wouldn't suspect that right, left tackle. Right, right. That being said, you got a week. Yeah. You know, really two weeks. If you can if he can practice by next week, you got for two 17 weeks. Is that, days that enough so? time to get him ready to be a starter at left tackle going into a game against Tampa Bay?
3: Um. Uh, no I mean enough time yeah it's not enough time but you so, don't have enough time so I mean that, that that's kind of irrelevant I mean like like you, you I understand you got to get the best guys out there and and you're not going to rush him back from injury you would love to see him out there um they, you know they're going to throw a lot of options at this they're, they're looking at this so that Terrence Steele honestly could good go to left sure. tackle too um I probably would start um, I think I think you got four tackles that you want to see a lot in this game. You got yep. Ball, Will Let's Go, Avante, Collins, and I think Isaac at this point. Yeah. And I would play them all. Uh, I would or, play them all in there.
5: Hear me out. This is a possibility. No,
0: I know where you're going. No. <laughs> this is a possibility.
5: We've seen it before. Zach Martin, move him, move Terrence Steele. Then you got your Connor McGovern playing guard. Then you got Tyler Smith also playing guard. Which you have been kind of giving him a bunch of reps.
0: I'm not putting. I'm just saying that's I am a lot not, of moving
5: around. I am but, not
0: putting Zach Martin out of tackle at this point in his career. I think he's very comfortable being a guard. He, he made it clear he does not yeah. want to be he's at not. tackle. But sometimes I, I you just, gotta do something. No, like, I hear what you you're saying, what but, but but when it's when saying, it's a guy with with skins option. on the wall like him, I listen to what he has to here's, say. If he's like, hey, that's not where I want to be, I listen to that. Here,
3: here's here's my thing to that. Like you're not wrong. That that's that's good thinking. Because you're trying to be serviceable and good at all spots. I I need somebody to be great. And I don't know if Tyler if if Zach Martin oh. Man, I hate saying this. He will be. Would he be great? I think. Would so. he be great at right tackle? When we've
0: seen him at tackle, he was pretty
3: great. He
5: handled it. Pretty
3: yeah, well. he handled was it pretty good. He yeah. no, handled he was, it. But he was. But, but I need a guy to be great.
5: I, I mean, don't, I don't think somewhere.
4: he's had a holding but call in not, three years. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think he's okay, got no, more All go Pros
0: that, than he, he does. I saw that the other day. Yeah, that's pretty funny.
5: I mean, I wasn't trying to go that way the whole season.
3: No, you were actually trying to get through Tampa.
5: I'm trying to get through some things.
4: I don't think you're wrong, Nothing's big picture, though. I Nothing's don't think you're off wrong. off the table. It really yeah, is. I, just, we,
3: we've got, I, I wouldn't do that because when he sat out there one day and said, I'm a right guard. Yeah. Okay, well, then you're you a right guard because you, you, you can be phenomenal still. And
0: right he's right earned there. the right to be and able to, for you to listen let's, to let's him. Let's also he remember that,
3: this, know? Tampa Bay. The first game of the season last year. He did not play because of COVID. Right. They were afraid to do anything in the middle. Mm-hmm. They went outside, everything was right way outside. They didn't even run the, 60 up the middle. Yards, yeah. Even the, the big play that uh Zeke uh, the tight end missed the block and Zeke got tackled at the two. And yep. you know, I mean you you would like to run the ball up the middle. And I don't think they would have been afraid to to test anybody if Zach's in there. Yep. Uh so I, I I think you could be somewhat one dimensional um, I'd like to have a little bit of strength in the in the interior. I think he makes Tyler Biotish better as well, which I you know I need him to be better too.
4: How about this yeah. game with Tampa could come down to which offensive line patchworked <laughs> yeah. as is yeah. can hold yeah, up in a whole struggling. game and win. That's huge. Yeah,
0: that's that's be, that is becoming the storyline of that game so far yeah. going into it. Yeah, yeah. Both teams having a lot of struggles there. All right, we appreciate you guys joining us. We will be back. Next week we'll be on Tuesday and Thursday again. Next week and then the following week, week one of the NFL season, we'll start our daily shows uh, that Tuesday, and uh, we'll be running every day of the week uh, all the way through the season, and as Nick says, even into the postseason, uh, maybe into week twenty or twenty-one. We'll all meet in Arizona late. for the you're Super
3: Bowl. Well. There because we so go. We like, like we're in. Going. I just gave you the information there. The four one one. You keep the four one one ready to go, Dak. And persons. there we go. That's the information you need. There we go. 20 games. All right, appreciate you guys joining us. We'll be
0: back uh, next week. Till then, for Nick Eatman, Brian Broaddus, Amber Garcia, I'm Derek Eagleton. This has been The Break. Live on DallasCowboys.com radio.
2: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
1: How about you, Cowboys? Yeah!